Hey everyone, and welcome back to Practically Zero Waste, a podcast for making zero waste living as practical as possible. Life with a newborn was a period of immense change in our lives, and transitions are always difficult. In this episode, you'll hear all kinds of struggles and a lot of hopelessness that things will ever be the same again. Everything's a stage, as my parents say. Here are some of our successes and challenges in the last year for anyone who's looking to start a family and be eco-friendly at the same time. So let's go. Hello, I'm back. I've made it back on the podcast again. You're, yes. you're always invited. Well, thank you. You're just so busy. Yes, that's, that's true. <laughs> Saving just, the world. Yeah, from plastic, mm-hmm. the excess use of plastic. Mm-hmm. So what's new in your slash our lives? Our life? Since the last time we've been on the podcast. Hey, since the last time we did this podcast together, we moved to a different city. Yep. You started a new job. Yes, I did. And we had a baby. Yep, he just sneezed in the background. Twice. <laughs> Bless you. Keep it down. That's our baby. Mm-hmm. Well, how's it been, waste-wise? Uh, waste-wise, it hasn't been terrible. Since he's been born, it has been easy to meet his immediate needs sustainably. Oh. Not as I think we were kind of thinking that we'd be able to do it without using any disposable diapers. Yeah. Hasn't quite worked out that way. No, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we've... We generally use cloth diapers, which is, just means we also have to do a lot of laundry because cloth diapers, I don't know if we just had the wrong size or haven't quite figured out how to put them on, which means we have to then wash the diaper and wash the clothes that little baby was wearing as well. And the blanket. That's and a sometimes lot of the carpet. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> the carpet, sometimes my clothes. That's just part of it, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. What would you say the ratio is of uh, using disposables to uh, reusables? Right now, we own 12 newborn size cloth diapers. I could get more, um, but I just have it in my head that he's going to grow out of them tomorrow or something, and so we just haven't bought more. But having that many has been good. We can get through all day and all night and then have to do another load of laundry. We also value sleep, and sleep improves our quality of life. And there's just so little to go around right now, Mm -hmm. um, being uh, up every two hours to feed him, basically. So we also have been putting them in a disposable at night because these weird disposable things that are full of so much plastic but somehow have this magical property to draw the moisture away from him so he's not sitting in something wet for six hours if he can sleep for that long so that is a plus side to using it um, for now otherwise when i get up at night to feed him then i would have to also change him and that wakes him up just that much more and takes longer for him to go back to sleep which means longer for me to go back to sleep Mm -hmm. so if i can just feed him and put him back down then it's so much faster yeah so with the cloth diapers i'm sure there's a special way that i should be washing them with special detergent and stuff but as far as being practical goes i just kind of throw it in a hot water wash with our regular unscented nelly's laundry detergent or whatever nelly's naturals is the product i'm using right now and it's possible that that it's not fully washing out of the diapers which makes them just a little bit less absorbent maybe it's that maybe it's that i bought them secondhand and their the elastics worn out on some of the diapers for whatever reason he does seem to leak a little bit more often Mm. in cloth but worth it considering the the length of time you and i know many a statistic but 
are unable to recall them right now, of how long disposable diapers last in a landfill, which is basically forever. It's about 400 years is one of the statistics, but I mean, that's basically forever. For the sake of him not leaking through one outfit, a piece of trash that's yep. massive and is gonna last forever is not really worth it environmental-wise. So I think that we've got the right headspace to keep doing this all cloth. And once he graduates into the next size of diaper, we have heaps of those. And so we'll be able to do those on a more regular basis and not have to do laundry every single hour. Um, and uh, hopefully those will fit them better and we'll get into a better system. But yeah, for now, cloth diapers has been a pretty good experience, I would say. Yes. And we use cloth wipes too, which is just a bunch of old t-shirts that I cut up out of Monsters and Men tour of <laughs> 2015. We've got a couple other ones just all chopped up and then a little spray bottle with water. And that's his life right now, as far as being changed goes. Mm -hmm. And it was really, can I say easy? <laughs> like it was really easy to do cloth diapers from the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah that was something I didn't, I mean, I've, I've changed some baby's diapers before. Yes, so I'd never done cloth diapers before, so I was pretty worried about that. But they're so far, as far as like the thing that I was worried about of just them being gross, not too much different. Because the disposable diaper, you still need to wipe the baby down, which is pretty gross. Um. <laughs> We've had some explosions. For anyone who's not a parent, you have no idea. <laughs> babies have range. Yeah. Um. We, yeah, so you still have to do the cleanup of the actual baby. Yeah, so and you have so... to clean the diaper as well, uh, which is pretty gross, but we have these, you know, industrial rubber gloves that could probably handle nuclear, could probably handle nuclear, oh man, I can't say that. I'm going to have to <laughs> abandon that joke. Uh, nuclear waste. Nuclear waste would be fine. Um, I had a big red bucket. We just put them in there. We just wash them in the sink or in the bucket or whatever. Yeah. All you have to do is rinse them out in cold water to get the stains out. And then once most of that is gone, you can just wash them in your regular hot water laundry load. Right. And so far, even when the diapers are dirty, it's still pretty wet. So it washes pretty easily. We'll have to see once he gets a little bit older and starts eating solid food. Yeah. With what he does then how different that is. Obviously, people do cloth diapers, so it is possible, but... Yeah, I mean, people did cloth diapers long before we did cloth diapers, so I'm assuming that it is possible. A live cloth diapering experience is happening on the podcast <laughs> yeah. as we speak. Probably the first podcast One... baby change that's ever been done. Yeah, and in fact, we are using a disposable because all of the cloth ones are in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> we can use theater magic. Just being real in mm -hmm. our live diapering experience, which is currently with a disposable, I find that those are harder to use than a cloth diaper. I don't know why. I just feel like I can't figure them out fully. So we're also doing nursing, or we're also nursing him um, as opposed to using formula. So that's another way to go package free because there's nothing more package free than I am. <laughs> and it's been going pretty well. I think I got over the initial stages of pain and adjustment and get, getting used to the whole process because it is a lot to get used to physically, but it's going a lot better now. And feeding him like that means it's totally package-free and waste-free. As far as trying to do clothing for him, or we didn't find out what his gender was going to be until he was born. And so at any baby showers that we had, all the clothing was gender neutral, which is really good because uh, if we have another child, as far as 
buying anything more for him other than what we got at showers we'll be able to just get that second hand because there are so many secondhand baby clothing or child clothing stores not just in Peterborough but in the world because everybody wants to buy them something new and they grow out of it so fast like he's already grown out of well, he never fit in some of the stuff that yeah <laughs> he never even fit in some of the stuff and now he is growing out of all the newborn stuff and is just in the zero to three months everything from clothing to we've got his bassinet secondhand we have a bouncy chair for him secondhand even the change mat and the crib and the other crib that we have <laughs> <laughs> oh playpen that's what i meant playpen for him basically everything has been secondhand i'm trying to think if there's been too much that was brand new when we got it just the baby just the baby so that's really been so smart i think because we're saving tons of money because anything with the word baby attached to it becomes instantly more expensive it's helping to keep the secondhand market alive rather than supporting the manufacturing of new products when there's plenty of secondhand ones kicking around. Toys, I think we have a lot of friends gave us secondhand toys and books and yeah, all kinds of things like that. It's been really good. As far as this baby has gone, I think the most challenging part has not been trying to be eco-friendly with the baby because all his needs are nursing and cloth diapers and well, I don't know, the occasional bath. That's always <laughs> been zero waste to have a bath. But I think that the biggest thing has been our life has changed and we no longer have the luxury of free time, leisure, sleep. sleep. <laughs> and all of those things combined lead to not being able to live as mindfully as we were or I was before he was born. Before I had all the time in the world to do prep for food. I would make that time for myself to be able to prep food for the week or to do extra special grocery shopping trips like being able to go to Bulk Barn and to the grocery store and maybe to the butcher. That was a lot of different stops that right now with a newborn baby or with any children <laughs> might become really challenging to stick to. So I ended up buying like a lot of things in packaging and we've been given tons of things in packaging as well, just because people have been so generous with us to help take care of us in these early weeks of him being born. Anyway, so it's led to a, a different kind of lifestyle than we were leading before. Good, but hard. Yeah. yeah, it sucks to not have free time anymore. I miss cooking. I miss podcasting. Podcasting. This is, I mean, he is a newborn. There's been so many life changes and, and it's fine. I think that that's the hardest thing is that it's been hard to accept that we can't have the same level of sustainable, eco-friendly living and lifestyle choices as we did before because this is all so new to us that we have to learn how to have those things and have a newborn at the same time. Mm -hmm. Food waste is something... Oh. that we've encountered quite a bit recently um, oh. for a couple of reasons. One is we can't cook as much, but a lot of people have brought us food, which is wonderful. But, you know, if we defrost a, a huge thing to eat, uh, and then like it's a some... whole lasagna. Yeah, a whole lasagna, then it's hard to go through, especially because I'm extremely lucky at my new job that I get lunch provided every day, but it means I'm not bringing lunches to work and using food up that way. So it's basically just Elizabeth eating a whole lasagna for a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're getting some food waste out. Way and then in the first week or two, especially all the food that we'd made before that was sitting in our fridge, we just could not get around to making because we didn't have time to do anything. Ugh. And so we had pretty much a full fridge of food go bad. But it's just so tragic and frustrating to have to waste that, but it's also 
just one of those things that if I have to choose between not wasting food and taking care of ourselves mentally and physically so that we can provide for this baby, I have to choose the second one, (laughs) (laughs) even though it still kills me to waste all this food. And I still look at that half tomato going bad in our fridge and think, oh, like if only there has to be a way that I can use that up. And the answer is, yes, there is. I could, whatever, put it in a salad or I could freeze it and put it in soup stock or something. But it's just, when do I even have the time to make myself lunch or contemplate cooking soup stock again? Anyway, so most of the time things just go bad. And that is improving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Birth, on the other hand. Mm, is that another story? It's another story. So I had wanted I had wanted to give birth in the midwife clinic in Peterborough where they have a, a special room with your midwives and you don't have to go to the hospital and they have everything there. I had all these dreams of doing that, but my iron was too low and so I ended up having to, um, for other reasons, be induced and go to the hospital. So that's fine. I had a positive experience at the hospital, but I had no idea what to expect as far as being in a hospital to give birth goes. I had never given birth before, so uh, I didn't know what to expect in the midwife clinic either. But in theory, I was going to have a little bit more control in the midwife clinic about how much garbage was produced. Not that that should have to be my main thought when I'm about to give birth to a tiny human for the first time in my life. But it was, because (laughs) that's just how my brain works. And I was thinking that in the midwife clinic, I would be able to use cloth rags, I would be able to use my own sheets and everything and everything would be washed and I would be able to take it all home with me and do laundry with a newborn. I don't know what I was thinking. With all of that in mind, I was feeling pretty good about being able to do a lower waste birth experience. But then I was induced in the hospital and so being there, you just don't have as much or any control over the amount of garbage that's produced and you just have to be okay with it (laughs) yeah which i guess i just had to be like it bothered me but you also have bigger things to think about at that time (laughs) (laughs) or what feels like a bigger thing yeah something that i didn't know is that when your water breaks it doesn't just break and it's done it continues to pour out of you until you give birth (laughs) till after you give birth till after you give birth And that was a little surprising for me. So at the hospital, they have these giant disposable pads that you just sit on to absorb all of that liquid. And I went through not a hundred, but it felt like a hundred. I went through so many of those and I was just so hyper aware that if you were to fill a bag with all of those, it would have been at least a full garbage bag of waste just from soaking up the amniotic fluid. So sorry if this is too much information, but this was, it was such a shocking experience. Like I didn't mm-hmm. realize that it was going to be that much liquid. So if you're going to the hospital and you have any say on how you labor, bring a bunch of bath towels. Just bring like 10 bath towels <laughs> and just sit on those all day and see if that makes any difference. And you can still use disposables, but if, if you're ever trying to reduce the amount of garbage in a hospital when you're giving birth, that is the one that I think that I would bother doing because it's not needles and stuff that have to be disposable. It was just a bunch of, yeah, basically diaper trash. Bunch of sponges. Bunch of sponges. It was so gross. (laughs) 
I'm trying to think of what else in the hospital felt avoidable had I just known. And I think the other thing is we were given a meal because we stayed overnight. Just the, the meal and the food is all in disposable containers. Not that I'm asking hospitals to do more work than they already do, which is quite a bit at keeping us alive. But the food there all comes, we had soup and the soup came in a little takeout container which really surprised me. Luckily, I had a spoon in my backpack, so I just used my own spoon. I guess they just need to have efficiency and have stuff that people don't have to handle after people that are, are sick have handled. Dishwasher or whatever doesn't fully clean the spoon that now somebody else is using. Ah, with hospitals, that is probably the reality that you can't, of all the places in society that disposables make a little bit more sense, a hospital might be one of them, unfortunately. And so there's just so much waste there that you can't avoid. I guess that's it. Uh, well, we didn't talk about moving. We moved! We moved. Did we create much garbage during our move? I feel like we created more than I expected. In what way? Haste makes waste. We moved from Brampton in two truckloads, and both times just felt like it was such a rush to get out that I was making snap decisions like, you know what, let's not keep that, or let's just throw that away, or let not bother to bring that home with us. Like if it was food stuff from the fridge, then it's gone bad by the time we come back, and and just feeling the stress of moving meant that I, I made decisions that I probably wouldn't normally make. <laughs> but everything was in upcycled boxes that we just found or were given to us. Mm -hmm. We didn't buy new boxes. And then just gave away in Kijiji when we were done with them. That's true. That was fun. Somebody came by and took them all, which was great. And then food-wise, too, moving meant that everything was in boxes. And so cooking a meal was really challenging. And so we ended up getting takeout or people would bring us food, which was, again, so generous. I don't want that to sound like a complaint when people were bringing us stuff, but it, it's so hard to create a minimal amount of garbage um, when, when you're just not in control of anything. We did not use packing tape. <laughs> yep. No packing tape here. Just um, cardboard boxes. We used Rubbermaid bins and things like that that we already owned. Yeah, we didn't do a whole episode on moving because... That's all there is to, to talk say. about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you know. <laughs> I did try up until the very last day to be cooking our own food, even though that meant having half the kitchen packed and half of it still out because I still needed this one pot because I had planned to make chili. That was challenging. We had friends over and they were like, why are you still cooking? Why are you not having everything packed and ready to go? I was like, because I don't want to get takeout, okay? But we did end up getting pizza on maybe the last day or something. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, that's the two of us who came up with like two boxes of pizza. I was expecting like, a lot more people to be helping us move. And the people who did come, I was expecting them to eat a lot of pizza. But, oh well, we ate pizza for days. Perhaps the moral of this episode is that with all of these massive life changes, there can always be exceptions to the way we've been trying to live. You can order... still try for there not to be. Yeah, I think that's important to remember too, is that while, while we could put a disposable on him every single night, we could also um, just keep using cloth and just have to be more aware of when to change him. Disposables there at, at your side to help you when you just can't even know that it's still really possible to do things with reusables. We've had a good experience so far. Just some exciting news that the podcast has now been listened to over 1,500 times. Wow, that's Which true. is pretty cool, so thanks everybody. 
We're glad you like it. Mm-hmm. The end. Yep. Let's time. wrap it up. Bye. Thanks again for listening, everyone. If you got advice for anyone who wants to be a green little family from the start, leave a comment or send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Remember to be gentle with yourselves. Honestly, having a newborn is incredibly difficult, so you're a champion if everyone makes it out alive in the first place, let alone being greener at the same time. When you have the energy or the drive to do it, let's make those little swaps that make life greener and cleaner for our little ones. Talk to you soon.